What's going on, all my Spotify members, all my Anchor members, and everybody in between, whether you're from this country and another country, we're broadcasting out of the Midwest of the United States, Sea Jizzle and the Motherfucking Whizzle, here to bring you another episode, uh, <coughs> just made it home from work, I'm gonna crack open the first beer here. Ah, nothing like the first drink after a long, hard day. Ah, nothing better. Well, besides smoking weed after you have it for like a week or two. <laughs> Anywho, got, got a few things to talk about. Um, first of all, the... Uh, the rocket attack over there in Afghanistan. I guess ISIS-K was trying to uh, send rockets over to the airport and they had a missile defense system set up already, so... <clears throat> Anywho, gotta kinda do your own research on that, but whole bunch of crazy shit's going on right now here in America and everybody's really blind to <clears throat> what's going to be happening here shortly and you know when George W. Bush was in office this country was only like 7 trillion dollars in debt and now it's well over like 28 trillion dollars in debt keeps climbing you know, we've already had one recession and uh, all the banks needed a bailout to even survive and first of all that being said I mean that's just a total corruption thing because these banks are owned by private companies they're not owned by the federal government you know and you got taxpayer money being spent to make sure that these banks don't go bankrupt. So you got these rich ass fucking millionaire, billionaire bankers that collapse and they expect the taxpayers to bail them out. That was fucking crazy. That's, you know, totally wrong. Should have never went down. Um, Anyways, that was an eye-opening experience that, yes, the economy can collapse, yes, shit can really become inflated really quickly, and yes, it can, you can really start struggling very quickly, and that was back then, so with the price hike of everything now, if that shit was to happen, I feel like it would be twice as bad, because shit is twice as expensive. Um, but I feel it coming. I really feel the train coming. Those railroad tracks are just vibrating. I can feel it. Because, you know, uh, we spend and we spend and we spend as a country. And, uh, 
we don't have any solution. We just keep spending. And uh, eventually, it's going to collapse. It's like when you keep piling on more cement and more cement and more cement, when it gets heavy enough, it's going to collapse. There's no structure to it. So... going to be really scary for people that aren't prepared. Uh, all these people living off of the government, off of welfare and shit, that is so risky. <clears throat> if the government collapses and there's no funding and there's no way to pay an electric bill or, you know, through Section 8 or... It, it, it's going to be uh, catastrophic to you and your family. So, and like I said, it's going to happen. I don't know when, maybe within the next couple of years. Uh, but eventually, this country can only take so much debt before it collapses. So, call it whatever you want, but I call it a recession. Gas prices are going to hike up again. You know, it was it was one seventy something to two dollars a gallon, and now it's three twenty five a gallon, and it's going to go up to about five dollars a gallon before it's all said and done, because they fucked up the pipelines. They 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 canceled the whole deal with the pipelines, and and now we got to get our oil exported and or imported. If we would have built that colonial pipeline here in America, we could have got oil for such a cheap price that we could be getting gas for probably a dollar a gallon. But people wanted to throw a fit because it was on certain land and whatnot. And when President Biden came in and wanted to be green about everything, he canceled the whole fucking deal. And let me just say this. If he thinks that we're going to be carbon neutral, we're not going to have any vehicles that run on gasoline or any uh, planes that run on jet fuel, he's fucking bananas. And in the next four years, whenever another president gets in there or whatever, he's, uh, that's all going to be canceled out. So, <clears throat> China talks about how they're so green and they want America to start being more uh, eco-friendly but China has like a power plant being built every month they've got like fucking hundreds of them scattered all over China so burning coal you know they don't have enough hydroelectric dams and solar panels to, to power all the uh people that they have there so China's guilty as fuck they don't ever hold their weight they like to criticize people and tell them what they need to do but they don't like people telling them what they need to do so the way that I'm uh, assuring that I'm going to be safe through all this even if we have an economic crash is I'm going to have a van to live out of. You know, a bug-away vehicle. I'm going to have my own electricity. I'm going to have my own uh, 
way to cook on board. I'm going to have my own way to shower and whatnot. And, um, you know, all the other people that have to pay a mortgage, they have to pay an electric bill, they have to, you know, um, yeah, I feel really bad for those people. But until you really realize, it took me a long time to realize how much I was spending on rent. And until these people realize that they're spending too much on the cost of living, then they're going to have to continue to deal with it. Or maybe they're halfway done with paying off their house, and then they realize, man, I could be living van life right now. They got to continue paying off the rest of it, or they got to sell it and... You know, it's it's a major headache to own a house. So, I had thought about getting into uh, tiny houses, which are basically trailers or whatnot that you pull behind a truck. It's usually like 100 square feet, <clears throat> maybe 200 square feet, and uh, you know, it's a tiny house. So, got a little loft area maybe, and a little dining area, and a cooking area, and a little toilet area. That's about it. And, uh, I thought about that for a while. But I thought about, you know, wanting to travel around too, and not being able to pull that down like dirt roads, or in the back country, or... So then I started looking into van lifers that were actually uh, having the same freedoms living out of their van. Uh, it, it was comfy, it was efficient, you know, it had their own personal little touch to it, and it really interested me. So <clears throat> when I tell my family or my friends about it, I think I'm crazy. <laughs> I tell them I want to live van life, and they're like, what? You want to live out of a van? I'm like, yeah, think about all the money I can save every year from not paying rent. You know, if you do the math right now from what I'm paying right now, I could save $8,000 a year just from rent. So... <clears throat> Um, and when you live out of a cooler in your van, it's a lot easier to go to the grocery store. You got to eat your meat within two or three days. You know, um, produce, some produce you can leave out on the counter or whatever, but, um, you really, you shop for the week. You know, it's really a lot cheaper to shop for the week, so... I realized I just went to County Market the other night and I spent like six fifty, almost seven dollars on some uh, shaved cracked black pepper turkey because I really wanted some thin sliced turkey and they didn't have any good brands, you know, that was on sale. So I spent the money on it. I got a whole pound of it, the family size, you know. Uh, the whole pound 
and actually I got like a six pack of uh, rolls. They're not really rolls. They're like um, hoagies, kind of, I guess. And split them down the middle and fill it up with your your uh, sliced turkey and a couple slices of cheese and a couple slices of uh, sandwich sliced pickles and some mayonnaise and you got yourself a uh, a drunk guy's dream right there. I only buy like the, uh, the kosher pickles, like uh, Clausen or Vlasic. Um, Mount Olive makes a good sandwich sliced pickle. thing that is missing is bacon. I have a turkey bacon with some mayonnaise on it and get some uh, alfalfa sprouts to put on top of it. Man, that sounds good. That's probably the way I'm going to do it next week. I like to get ham and turkey, put it on the same sandwich. Kind of like when you go to Jimmy John's, you get two different kinds of meat and a cheese. One week you get salami, you have ham and salami and turkey. <clears throat> I'm a fat ass. Here lately, I've been a fat ass. I'm, I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> I'm really... Trying to enjoy the last little bit of freedom and liberties that I have before I have to move out of here. And the beginning of the year, I got to start working out. So I'm not going to be able to eat like I have been. Um, but I am putting on more mass. I am putting on more mass. Like my arms are getting a little bit bigger up top. Eyes are getting a little bit more bigger. Um, of course, my stomach is getting bigger, but I'm putting on some mass. You know, still I'm still agile. I'm still thin in the arms and the legs, but I'm I've got some punch to me. I probably weigh like 180 right now at least. I haven't been on a scale in a while, but I have to say 180. Hopefully a little bit less, like 170 or whatever, but <clears throat> I don't really know. So I would like to uh, start packing on some muscle, keep the um, keep the frame that I have a little bit of fat and stuff that I do have, I'll use that for my energy reserve. And, uh, anyway, sorry, I'm messaging somebody right now.
I'm uh, messaging somebody about <clears throat> okay He's, he's being kind of weird right now. He's, mm -hmm. he's telling me about a few different things right now. <laughs> it's so weird. Why would you let somebody do that? get into doing too much stuff on the internet right I don't like clicking on any links you know if somebody sends me a link usually if I know them I trust them but when it's extra long it's a huge link it takes me to another website and takes me to another website you know you can't trust that shit I mean they can really get some information off of you so all it takes nowadays is for somebody with AirHack. I mean, AirHack is something that's really easy to get somebody's information. Especially if somebody knows where you live. <clears throat> they can come right up to your, uh, your house. And they can intercept every keystroke that you use on your keyboard. So... If you um, you type in your password to Facebook, they know what your password is now. Type in your uh, login information to your bank, they know how to log into your bank now. You know, they know every single keystroke. Sometimes they can even see what you're doing on your screen. So I don't do a lot of shit on the internet. Period. I use cash. Cash is king. Everybody still takes cash. Um, it's more secure. I'm talking about people that on the street, they're like, oh, well, I don't want to get robbed with all this cash. If the economy fucking just collapsed and you couldn't get your fucking money off your card, then what? There was no electricity anymore. There was no more ATMs. There was no more banks. 
How the fuck would you get your money? You know? And what if money wasn't worth anything anymore? What if inflation was so high and the recession was too much that, you know, it's $10 a gallon of gas? It's possible. It's really possible. And with gas being so high, food is going to go up. Everything is going to cost more. Because all the trucking lines and shit have to, you know, deliver. So, yeah. It's a uh, string effect. I'm really curious to see what happens within the next... uh, Within the next uh, couple years. I'm really curious. I'm really excited, but I'm really kind of scared at the same time. Because I know all the shit that's happened with this COVID shit and all the shit that America's really been through. Who knows what else we can, what what's going to come up next? You know, that's the scary part. Like, we've been through this, we've been through that. What else is next? What else, what else is going to pop up around the corner? I know people keep talking about COVID, COVID, COVID. But two years from now, there can be something that is ten times more deadly and more contagious than COVID. You know, like, the six-foot rule might not be a thing anymore. (laughs) It might be, like, ten-foot rule. And, you know, Lysol and Clorox and whatnot doesn't fucking kill it. It's resistant. You know, uh, washing your hands. Yeah, it kind of helps, but it doesn't really kill it all off. Because it's resistant. You know, it's going to come down to that. It's going to get crazy as fuck. Because that's just the way that bacteria and microbes and germs, microorganisms, that's, that's, that's how they thrive. That's how they have thrived over billions of years on this planet you know the same staff that's on your body um, everybody has so much staff or whatever on their body came from the oceans I mean period you can test the ocean right now and it's got some sort of staff in it it's everywhere. Staff is everywhere. So they say it's all over your body and whatnot. And, uh, some people can fight it off. Some people can't. Um, but anyways, that's the least of our worries. We need to be more worried about our drinking water and shit. 
then all this punitive, stupid bullshit. Everybody that's worried about coronavirus this whole time that, you know, doesn't get it, long story short, you're drinking tap water or, you know, uh, contaminated water that certain filters can't keep up with. Like, let's say you live in a certain area where there's a pig farm somewhere and there's a bunch of pigs that are shitting all over the fucking ground and whenever it rains, all those feces and everything leaks into the groundwater system that people drink. And there's no knowledge of this. Nobody has any, you know, reason to think about this. But, um, like, the filter right now that I have, it's the uh, zero water filter. Uh, from what I get out of my tap, if, if it was near a pig farm or near a runoff or whatever, where there's pesticides or whatever, do I really trust this? filter to get all the pesticides and all the bacteria out of it? No. You would need like a five-stage filter for that. You know, you would need something more advanced. Even when it goes down to the water treatment plant, you gotta think. People are just reusing the same water that's been on Earth for forever, pretty much. And when it goes down to that water treatment plant, they sprinkle in some chemicals, they swish it around, they do this, they do that, and then it gets sent back through certain filters, certain processes, and then you get to, you have you you drink it again. You know, it's like. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know how much I trust this system, especially with all the chemicals they put in it. There's a lot of chlorine in it. Um, which, you can filter that out with just a basic Brita filter or whatever, but it gets costly. I mean, it costs like $15 for each filter for for the zero water pitchers, so it's really a necessity though because I'm not drinking water straight out of the tap, so anyways we're drinking on uh, 312's I had a few of these left in the fridge um, Earlier today, when I was sitting at work waiting on my co-worker to get off, I had a Sierra Nevada uh, hazy little thing, a tall can, and then I had a shot of 99 grapes, so I was feeling pretty good. Sitting outside for 30 minutes or whatever, I smoked a couple cigarettes and feeling pretty good, so... After I get off of here, I'm going to go into the kitchen and make something to eat, 
uh, watch some videos and probably call it a night, like I usually do. But here to talk about different shit before that goes down. Now, like I said, the economy is going to crash soon. It has no other option. Just, just think about stacking up Legos or Jenga bricks before it topples over. You know, it's just, it's getting to that point. And you got all these people that rely on welfare and medical coverage and food stamps and uh, getting uh, free assistance with heating and free assistance with housing and free assistance with babysitters and whatnot. What happens when the bucket runs dry? You know, this state has so many problems wrong with its roads and shit that we haven't even fixed. <clears throat> but yet we're giving out free health care to people that don't really deserve it. We're giving out free food stamps to people that don't deserve it. And child care. So if you need a babysitter and you live in Illinois <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely nuts. Back 30 years ago or whatever, you didn't hear about this shit. Like, you can't afford a babysitter. You didn't go out and do nothing. You stayed at home. Period. Your fucking husband went out and made all the money. Or vice versa. Like, it was... It's... There wasn't an option. There was a certain point in time when there wasn't any such thing as food stamps. You know, you just fucking, you starved to death. That was it. There's been plenty of times when I haven't been able to eat. You know. Whenever I was starving and I didn't get any assistance. I made too much is what they said it's crazy it's really absolutely crazy that I pay over 400 fucking dollars a month and I can't get any help but it is what it is so I'm not going to be one of the ones to sit here and whine about it but really nuts I spend so much money and uh, on taxes and, and look where it gets me so if I was living in another country or whatever and making this I would have over five grand a year in my pocket yeah Anywho, I don't live in another country. <laughs> I live in this fucked up country. 
this crazy ass country. The country where you can literally not have a job and make a living off the government. Yeah. You know, when you were hungry back in the day, you didn't have any money for food or whatever. You went to the fucking bread line. You went to the bread line. You didn't get food stamps. You just, you went to the bread line every night. You got what you needed for lunch. You got what you needed for dinner. You didn't get fucking a whole uh, house full of food. I can tell you that. People really fucking had it really rough back then. Nowadays, people go to the store and they buy it. Ten fucking DiGiorno pizzas, and oh, they buy, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> ten bags of Doritos, five 12 packs of soda. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> People come to the gas station and spend $50 on candy and soda. Candy, soda, and chips. And it ain't going towards their kids. It's going right in their fucking stomach. The uh, politicians thought it would be a good idea to give these kids a link card of their own. Now... Who do you think is going to be in control of the link card? The parents, stupid. So, these parents are spending all their kids' link because they ask them the PIN number. So really, it's it's a uh, it's an addition to whatever the parents are already getting. So. There has been a few groups of kids that have come in and they've spent whatever they've wanted, haven't had any parents. Uh, but again, <laughs> they just spend $40, $50 on shit at a time. So, spend it on beef jerky and fucking monsters, you know, 12-year-olds coming in and buying monsters and shit with a link card, like, what the fuck? When I was a kid, we didn't have that. We, we, we didn't just get a card where we can go and get candy from the store and get fucking monsters, and we didn't, we couldn't get snacks and shit whenever I was a kid. You asked your parents for the money... And if you couldn't get that, then you tried to surf in the couch for quarters and nickels and dimes. And maybe you can scrounge up enough to go to the candy store. But we didn't have this shit whenever I was a kid. So it's crazy as fuck. It's stupid. It's just adding more debt to our country. It's not doing the kids or the families any better. 
And, yeah, I mean, there should be a store, like an Ikea store. It's just specific to Link. You can only go there and buy shit off of food stamps. And that's it. There's no fancy fucking snacks there. There's no 12 packs of Dr. Pepper. You know, there's whole foods like, you know, uh, vegetables and some frozen foods and whatnot. Fresh cut meats and whatnot. But it, it should be different. It's, it's crazy how this fucking country is being ran. I've always said that you shouldn't hand feed the animals, right? Well, the government has been hand feeding people on food stamps to where they don't get out and get what they need, okay? And now it's gotten to a point where they're so crazy about it, about spending money that's free from the government, that... Um, the apes and gorillas get more crazier, pretty much. They start demanding more, they start getting more. People like me, like the taxpayers, have to start spending more out of my own pocket. It's really crazy here in America. And we still don't have free health care like Canada. We got all this free shit for people that don't even work. All this free shit. We got free housing for people. We got free medical for certain people. We got free food stamps for people. Free uh, electric bills paid and whatnot. Free babysitters for certain people. But we don't have free health care for everybody like Canada how the fuck is that even possible you know all these politicians that were bitching about it saying oh we can't afford to be like Canada like that you know it's crazy absolutely nuts oh well I guess that's the world we live in right now you got people like me that are in the middle class I pay my taxes I pay my dues I can't get any assistance I can't get any medical coverage I have no insurance right now none and it's because I can't afford to pay the premiums and shit right now even if I did have access to it it's too much I barely just get by right now so meanwhile people are not paying anything for health care they don't work they don't pay anything in taxes but they get free health care so it's fucked up it's crazy and Illinois is a really fucked up state to begin with Illinois just has always been a democratic state, but the way it's ran is like it's ran by a circus of monkeys. 
so many stupid walls and stupid people that live here. It's not even funny. So we've had a dumbass governor for a while. I mean, this, this governor is like the worst thing that's ever happened to Illinois, like ever. He's the most idiotic, stupid fucking moron that has ever been in Illinois office. So, and first of all, he said that he was going to give all 400,000 people in Illinois a equal opportunity chance to get a job. Now, how the fuck are you going to ensure that 400,000 people get an equal chance? That is just the most idiotic thing I've ever heard, right? And he also wanted to charge these small businesses a higher tax rate to help pay for these people to get a fucking job, right? That's not really what was going on. What he wanted was for these small businesses to pay a higher tax to pay for unemployment. For people to start looking for a job. That's basically what it is. So, um, not only that, but he opened up the state. And now he's turning back around on his word, and he's saying we need to close back down the state, and all these businesses that have just opened back up and started making a profit are going to fucking crumble. They're going to disappear forever. They're not going to be able to make a comeback. People aren't going to be able to be waitressing and serving at places that aren't open. Venues that hold concerts and shit aren't going to be able to make a profit. Places that have to enforce mask mandates are not going to be able to make as much of a profit. Because people like me, I'm not fucking... I'll wear a mask, but I'm not going to do the vaccine. So... I wear a bandana all the time to go to work. So, it's not a big deal to me. But... Um... I think it's a total um, slap in the face to all the businesses around here that just started opening up and making a profit. And they're going to all crumble really soon. They're not going to get any assistance from the state or any subsidies from the federal government. Um, you know, the federal government is going to have to pass another COVID relief bill, which is going to put the United States in even more debt, and I just, I don't know, man, it's a lot of crazy shit going on right now, I honestly, I don't see why they're locking everything down again, because there isn't that many COVID deaths going on right now, there's not even that many cases per state, or even per county, uh, so... I haven't gotten sick in over a year, literally over a year. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten a cold, I haven't gotten a headache, I haven't gotten an ear infection, I haven't gotten bronchitis or pneumonia, like, I haven't gotten sick at all. No flu, 
no uh you know nothing so for people to talk shit about natural immunity it, it's a crock of shit i believe in getting everything naturally now if it comes down to shit like smallpox of course or measles or if polio was running rampant and shit again or people were passing rabies from each other you know then I might think about getting a rabies vaccine but you know until then I'm gonna take my risk 0.04% of people get really bad symptoms and die 0.04% that's not a lot that's actually less people that probably die from uh, the common flu which again you don't hear anybody talk about the common cold or the common flu you don't hear about how many people die from uh, pneumonia every year but you hear about how people die from COVID pretty good coincidence in my opinion there's other fucking diseases and shit out there avian flu h10n3 is a fucking thing now they just were talking about it uh for past three months now uh h10n3 is an avian strain it's a bird flu strain which is um just probably about as deadly as this coronavirus shit. It can be passed to humans, it migrates through birds, it, it mutates, gets transmitted back and forth between different birds, and then it gets passed to humans. Um, there was a really bad case in 2016 with people that got the bird flu, the avian flu. So... Um, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all about really being sanitary, about being aware, staying six feet away from people, washing your hands, uh, that, that's pretty much what it boils down to, I mean, got people making a big deal about it, like, somebody sneezes on you, you're gonna fucking get it. Not necessarily. I deal with dirty people every day that come into the gas station. I deal with dirty money. Yeah, I got a little plexiglass piece and I've got my bandana and I wash my hands all the fucking time and whatnot, but still. That's how I've, uh, I think, that's how I became immune to a lot of different, uh, sicknesses. Because I deal with dirty money and shit all the time. Even though I still wash my hands, I know that I still have a certain amount of germs on my hands. Because whenever I, uh, took my nursing assistance course... 
they actually did an exercise where you washed your hands really good. They told you to make sure you scrub your hands as much as you know you think is necessary. 30 seconds is great, but just wash your hands and we'll do a test afterwards. A lot of people saying their ABCs, that was a good method, but when they got done, they put a black light, they put some dye on your finger, your fingertips and shit, and they put a black light over it, and it showed all the little particles that were germs that were still left in the corners of your fingernails, underneath your fingernails, um, and it just showed me how much germs really stick around, even when you use soap, you know. So, people counting dirty money every day, and there are certain people that I just cringe at, you know, like, people that put dirty money in their mouth, when they're counting it, they put it in their mouth. Or they'll lick their fingertips and count it and lick their fingertips again. That's just fucking sick. <laughs> and then you got people that come into the gas station. And they get a hot dog. They don't put a napkin under it. They don't get a uh, boat or a piece of cardboard. Because we got little... We got little boats, little cardboard containers where you can put it in. They just set it on the fucking counter. Right there on the counter where everybody's put all their dirty money. They spilled their soda. They fucking put their dirty hands all over it. And you put your hot dog right there on the counter. That is fucking disgusting. That is like one of the worst things I've probably ever seen. I mean, it's it's pretty bad. And some of these people have, like, black fingers. Like, black shit underneath their fingernails. Their hands are all black and nasty, like they've been climbing through a chimney. And they go out to a truck where they've been junking shit all day. And it's really, really nasty. I mean... <laughs> Those are the type of people that I really hope they've had their tetanus shot for one and for two <laughs> I hope they don't come up with some weird little uh, infection or disease where we all get under lockdown again. <laughs> <sighs> Which I see that coming in the future as well. Something becoming a little bit more deadly and people are going to have to lock down maybe even longer. Maybe your spouse gets it and then it's so contagious that you get it and you end up dying from it. It could be a lot worse. It could definitely be a lot more contagious 
and a lot more lethal. You know, people that come in contact with it could start having seizures and start foaming out of the mouth and end up dying from it. But it's not really that bad, in my opinion. Unless you're older and you have other underlying causes, you're probably already fucking 65 to 80 years old. You know, I don't know. I'd like to look at the percentages of the people that are 30 years old that get it, that survive, versus the people that are 60 years old that get it and survive. Because I know the numbers are completely different. So, they might say there's so many deaths or there's so many cases, but again, it's all about keeping people... Uh, the politicians keeping people under their thumb, pretty much. So, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Because um, my business, where I work, has never been shut down. When the pandemic was going on, there was nowhere open. There was no restaurants really open. There was no stores that were open after a certain time. And we were open 24 hours a day. So, actually, whenever there was places that were being closed at a certain time and whatnot, I got a slip of paper that I had to print out in case the police stopped me on the way home. And uh, I can tell them that I'm an essential worker. Because that's what... <clears throat> that's what I'm actually considered to be, is an essential worker. I sell gas, I sell food, you know, and whatnot. Um, sell propane for people to cook on and stay warm and whatnot. So I'm considered an essential worker. And um, if I was to get pulled over by the police and harassed and not have that piece of paper, especially if they set a curfew or whatever, then I could probably be ticketed. So Circle K just sent out all those uh, pieces of paper for people to print off just in case they had a curfew and shit but anyways I think I'm going to end up calling it a night uh, 55 minutes in almost a whole hour I've been on this podcast and I don't really feel like making another one it's already almost 2 o'clock in the morning. I gotta find something to eat and relax a little bit and whatnot. So, probably gonna make one tomorrow night. But, until then, I'm hitting the hay and I'm gonna call it a day. So, See Jizzle and the motherfucking Wizzle signing out.
till the next one. It was real. It was fun. But it wasn't real fun. Deuces.